Hello and welcome to another episode of Poetry FM 101. This is my favorite corner in the world and now it can be yours too. Hello and welcome back to another episode. All right, so you know the drill by now. Uh two days back you heard the audio podcast of my guest for this week and you're probably wondering who is this person? Well, it's time to put that mystery to rest. And with me in the studio I have ladies and gentlemen. It's with pleasure that I introduce you to Miss Parinita MN. Parinita, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for, you know, agreeing to grace my uh, podcast with your presence and your poetry. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit more face to face, right? Yes. But before we do, um could you start off by reciting one of your favorite works for us in person? Favorite? <laughs> But I can read you one that made me cry. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, a lot of my poetry makes me cry, but I think this one uh sticks out. So, it's called Stuck in a Maze and uh, the more you ran, the bigger it grew. The more you climbed, the higher it rose. The more you dug, the deeper it rooted. The more you broke, the stronger it stayed. The more you learned its ways, the trickier it got. The map given to you is outdated. You tried it all and more, tearing it to bits. You knew you had to find another way. You asked the walls what they want to teach you. You closed your eyes and listened. You shifted its ways like never before. The path illuminated for you. The walls realigned for you. The maze bowed down to you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I I I love that um that line where towards the end it started at least I felt it was uh, starting to get more positive and hopeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And more empowering. Yeah. Then you started on or you started yes. off on like a grim note, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that begs the question is this the usual flow of your poetry yes. like you introduce a topic you introduce the elements of that but then towards the end it gets more empowering yes. okay it good. actually gets very hopeful and it's a, i think mostly my poetry is about resilience resilience yeah, yeah. so i think i i noticed that pattern because as i heard you recite your poem um, it struck me that these are the similar kind of poems that i write too right you know i start off on a very heartbreaking note <laughs> then towards the end it's all hopeful i like yes yeah. the sun is going to rise again tomorrow <laughs> and i'm going to soar okay that's absolutely. good absolutely but now how about we have you introduce yourself to the audience so that they get to know who this person is right like there was a lot of enigma that was building up over the audio <laughs> podcast but let's have it from you hello everyone my name is parinita my god i sound like how i sound in my podcast <laughs> <laughs> I I'm actually a fashion designer but I started writing poetry last year because of a challenge to write 21 poems in 21 days and I just jumped at it and I had no idea that I would be in such flow and this is what came out of it so I guess this is a journey I'm going to stick to for a while <laughs> let's see where it takes me it's got me here right right yeah absolutely um and i like that you say it's got me here like this is something to aspire to my podcast i hope <laughs> why not um all right so so well that's how you discovered your poetry um and i think it would have been a wonderful discovery right like you you yeah. start off as a challenge not really sure what's going to yeah. come out, but then 
you realize, oh my God, there's like this side of me, this dimension of me that I never knew existed. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's what uh, that's what my guest is, um, a poet who realized her poetry through a challenge. Uh, and I think this is saying something to all of you, right? So if there's something challenging in life yes. that you're not particularly, uh, you know, um, how do I say, interested or too keen on doing, do it anyways, yeah. because who knows, you might just discover another there was a slight inkling for sure. Actually, it wasn't a slight inkling. It was a screeching voice that said, do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you you had that? Yeah. This time. Okay. And if you know me, you know I follow these voices a lot. True. But was there any voice that said, ah, no, man, it's too much. You don't have 21 days to spare. No. No? <laughs> Finally like, not. It was all. So I guess like, see, I believe in destiny a lot. So right. it was definitely part of a grand plan, which I guess is unfolding as we speak. True. Okay, so there was no reservation whatsoever. No. Okay. Awesome. Funnily and very astonishingly, no. Okay. Would you like to tell us a bit more about what you do outside of poetry? Um, you did say that you're a fashion designer. Yes. So how 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 is that? Uh, how's that life? Or that how's life. that work? <laughs> <laughs> that life is crazy, and I miss it because it's been a while since I actually made a collection. The last one was, I think, mm -hmm. quite a while ago. And I'm actually wearing this. I made this. <laughs> oh, is that your own design? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the, the trench coat, yes. The trench coat. Oh, yeah. nice. So, and it's got all geometric shapes on it. So There's that's... too long a story behind this, if you're willing to listen. <laughs> do you have the time? I, I do, to... I do. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this idea to paint my room. So I was like, the only thing that came to me was to paint it silver. Right. And during one of my meditations, I had this vision of painting two displaced semicircles. Oh. Nothing else. So I was like, okay, let me start with that. So I started with the center of my room. This is what it looks like. So I just continued building, building it, building it. And it's, it's like my whole room now, which is just geometric. So I filled up the spaces with yellow. So my room is yellow and silver. Okay. So I had to do a show in Paris and I was looking for a theme and inspiration. Usually my collections are very art inspired. The first one was inspired by Yakshagana, the second one by Gandhi Farts, Cards. So the this one, I was like, okay, I need something art inspired. Mm -hmm. So I kept looking and I didn't, nothing really fit. So I was like, okay, this is quite strange. And then randomly I had this revelation. I said, you're in your art. You're living in your art that you created. Right. So I was like, okay, maybe this is something I could try. So I clicked pictures of the walls and I made them into digital prints. Oh, so this, these are pictures of, yeah, of your so wall. Yeah, so these are prints of my wall. And prints on your wall. And since you're... I love duality so much, it was about uh, like, what do you do before you're an artist and what do you do once you discover you're an artist? So it's like yin and yang. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. just two colors that are opposite sides of the color wheel. Right. So yeah. Oh yeah, so the yellow and the blue one. Uh... So I have orange and purple, black and white, obviously. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I, I like that um, concept. So the dual tones are... Like my favorite. I don't know if you can call that duality, but yes, I do f find myself fancying this odd combinations of black with a red stripe on it or yeah. like a golden Any stripe on it. Yeah. Yeah. Those kind of things really, um, you know, grab my attention. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. fact, that was my first bike. The reason I fell in love with that bike and I wanted to buy the bike was because it was black and it had like a gold, gold lettering. lettering on it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is... Uh, <laughs> This was meant for me, kind of a thing. Amazing. So you know, it's 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 interesting when you when you talk about what you do as a profession, and then uh, this story that you said in particular. 
uh, it talks about the effort that goes into it, um, the kind of thinking and uh, the brain work that goes into it. Right? But oftentimes when we look at something from an outsider's perspective, like for example, me looking at the whole fashion designer thing, in my head, it was all like, oh, it's all glitz and glam and, and you know, like the whole showboaty affair. That's what everyone and you, thinks. And you, get, <laughs> and you get clicked and you get featured in some, you know, great magazines and and you're, uh, you know, maybe on some YouTube show. And, and so help us reconcile that that difference, right? Like, is it all about that? Because obviously on the, to the outside world, it does come across as, you know, all glitz and glam. But is it all about that? Is there the darker side to it too? Or, you know, the... it's definitely two sides of the coin. Right. Of course, like everything, everything is black and white. Everything has, there's a lot of gray. <laughs> oh, a lot of gray, right? <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of gray. But uh, I guess you can pick what you want to take out of it. It's glamorous, yes. Yes. It's mm-hmm. Creative, yes. It's crazy, yes. And does that also mean it's competitive? Yes, too, yes, right? very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you talk about seasons, there are no better description than when you have to make a season so quick. But it's 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 a little exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I wouldn't say a little exhausting. It's right. quite exhausting. It's quite exhausting. Yeah. Right. It is. But oh my god, the creative expression and the freedom that you get or that you give yourself is something that as a creative, there is no better field for you to do it. So there of are of course no... any creative field. If you're an artist, it's great for you. If uh, Whatever arts you're in, man, my heart is with you. Okay. And it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of, uh, a lot out of you, just in general. It takes too much for you to be, it's, it's brave. It's, it's right. vulnerable. It's honest. It's, mm-hmm. it's dark and deep and everything. <laughs> All possible adjectives I can think of. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, then I guess it's a good thing that, um, in the many shades of grey, we're here today talking about poetry and bringing colour to the expression of uh, of art, that is. Yeah. Uh, great. So, thank you for sharing your view on on uh, on the expression and what it means for you to express and to create, right? Uh, so, on that note, I have a question. Might be a philosophical one, but it's also, I believe, a very personal one. Right? So, we're looking deep. for a vulnerable answer from you over here, right? What is your philosophy of poetry right um, and that is to say like what do you think about poetry or how does poetry feel when you try to express it in short what does poetry mean for you poetry means to me specifically weaving magic mm-hmm. it's something that i strive to to put in so much magic in something and i guess the world needs it Right, right. There's too much happening every day. There's too much happening in people's lives. There's a lot of stress that we go to, which is not even spoken about. And I guess some someone believing in magic somewhere can make a difference to you. And so, so you view of poetry as this hand around your shoulder. Yes. Kind of an wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Um, and hey, you're not alone. Hey, you're not alone. As, right? as as much as I try to make it like a fantasy, I'm with you. Right, right. You know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because this is actually something that um, I resonated with too. And in my book, um, at the you know uh, the back cover, this is something that that I uh, written over there. Right. Um, to you, I want to say, don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. And since I can't wrap my arms around you or give you a hug, 
I give you this book. <laughs> okay, that's the reference. <laughs> yeah. And Sweet. It's true. It is, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there are times when, when you come across a piece of poetic work, you read it and instantly, like, bam, yes, this, this person is talking about exactly what I'm feeling, right? But yeah. they've put it into words in a much more eloquent manner. Mm. Um, so, yes, thank you for sharing that, mm. right? And so, is, is this, do you find that this is generally your approach to creating poetry that you talk about the matters of life, matters of the heart, matters of everyday affairs, and then, you know, like, put it across in a way that, hey, you're not alone. I'm, I feel the same. No, it's not generally what I go for. Okay. I feel like I write what, again, like I said, there's a voice in my head that keeps telling me things that, again, I feel like I'm just a medium. Mm-hmm. I cannot, it's like I can't take credit for my poetry because it's, it comes from a place that I can't explain. I'm sure you know that and I'm sure a lot of people tell you that. It's it just it's like you're just going through your day and you have one line drop in your literally in your palms and you're like you have to build on this and that's what happens to me every single time. I don't have anything preset, I don't have lines written already. I have random words that come to me in random places, mostly in my bathroom. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I think it I think yes, I've I made think. it yeah, I think I've made it a place where I think too much. So as soon as I walk in there to wash my face or like, you know, whatever, it's like, here you go. And I'm like, okay, that's crazy. (laughs) So if if I don't have a title for my poem and I just walk in and I'm like, okay, this is, that's what happened with my previous one. I didn't have a poem for the the bug in a rice farm. That was another line that came to me. I was like, what do I do with bug in a rice farm? And that's it. That's it. I get a line and I have to like figure out the rest. Now you figure out the rest. Another line was, I was going up to my studio and there was a bee in my keyhole. Like a bee? Like yeah, like an actual B. So that's a line bee. in my poem. So that's a line that I've included in the poem. So it just somehow fits. It's like a big jigsaw puzzle that's always like, you know, you have All to right. fit it. You have to mm. make sense of it. And then I was in conversation with someone and I said, we were talking about snakes. I said something about snakes and my mind threw up snakes in a test tube. And I'm like, okay. So it's like I'm constantly, even mid-conversation, I'd probably be taking notes. You have to see the notes folder on my phone. Uh, it's just you'll just keep scrolling forever okay i i suppose that would be an interesting thing to look at <laughs> sure or maybe not <laughs> but it's just yeah. filled with poetry and hashtags hashtag I, and no, I get a it. lot like, of captions we all have that way of um, translating mental imagery yeah. mental notes into something and then yeah. what makes absolute sense to me is utter gibberish to absolutely someone else. <laughs> awesome okay um you know that's great so I have a question for you and uh, quite a cheeky one, let's say. When was the last time that someone tried to impress you with poetry? Never! Really? <laughs> no one's ever done that! What a shame. <laughs> have you tried to impress someone with poetry? No? No. Okay. I, I wish I had the chance to, but no! <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> okay, let's, let's hope that... Um, this is the beginning of a lot of... You find the chance to impress someone with poetry or the chance arrives where someone impresses you with poetry because... I'm waiting. The world would I'm be... Waiting. Yes. <laughs> so, so am I. Like when that happens, please let me know. Yeah, sure. I think we'll bring you in for another episode where we talk about that. Done. <laughs> right. So this was, uh, this, this was interesting. This was fun. Um, speaking of fun, are you ready for something fun? Yes, always. Rapid fire question. Let's do this. All right. <laughs> Well, she's more ready than I am now. I feel intimidated uh, having to ask questions. 
<laughs> you share like the the look of um, anxiety and you know reservation on the let's the do this guess, but you're like yeah let's do this and i'm like no <laughs> okay all right so um i'm going to give you options too um you have to choose from one what if i have a third no it's my show so you can't have you're not allowed to have any options it's my options <laughs> What if I like both? Yes. So can it, I say both? No, you can't. So regardless of how appealing, I have to answer. You have to choose one. Like that's it. It's a whole point of a. Can I bail? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that would be a, that would be an amazing option, right? Like bail. <laughs> uh, I choose to exercise my what Fifth Amendment. Right? Silence. Silence. <laughs> no, but no, you're not allowed to. So um, yeah, both may be extremely appealing, but you have to choose only one. Okay, no let's thinking. Do this. No thinking. No thinking. You have to like the first thing. Okay. <laughs> Prefer driving or being in control of the music. Driving. Driving. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, automatic or manual? Automatic. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't drive a manual. <laughs> All right. Uh, ice creams or salad? Ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. <laughs> Fight or flight? Freeze. <laughs> no, no. Fight. Fight for sure. Yeah. With, but I mean, uh, not fight as in physical fight because I can't hurt a fly. But fight as in verbal, I no, can do that. You put your point across. Yeah. So there's no backing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you ever been in a in a situation where you backed out and did not put up? I haven't been in a situation where I'm in an altercation anyway. So. Oh wow! Okay, so you've never been in a fight of life. Peace, peace, <laughs> peace-loving lady over here. All right. Um, love or luxury? No thinking. Yeah. Huh? Why can't I say both? This is not <laughs> exactly. Both are appealing. That's why you can't say both. But love is luxury, so I'll say luxury. No, we had another guest in the um, in the show who said the same thing. So luxury is love, so I'll say love. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, that has to work. Luxury is love? Yeah. Really? Self-love. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, what, I want to so what are you going with? Love or luxury? You pick. <laughs> no, you have to pick. <laughs> okay, I'll say love. Love. Oh, so now it's love. Okay. But it's, you know, you know how I got here. So <laughs> let's just say love. Why are we even playing this? <laughs> um, okay. Um. The chance to continue writing poetry or fame and money. Can I tweak your answer? No. <laughs> the chance to make art. Poetry is art. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Chance, no. Life to make art. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I, I really want to add a lot, but <laughs> it's okay. Let's, let's move on. You can. Uh, I might edit it though after I'll save the words. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, last and final question. Uh, the love of your life or unlimited travel for life, but solo? No thinking. It's the love of my life because I think we can travel together. <laughs> right. I don't think I picked anything, did I? Well, you, was, you are not the person to play rapid fire with, I can give you that. But, ladies and gentlemen, um, you heard it from the poet herself. The love of your life is what a lot of people went with. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is my guest for the episode, Ms. Parinita Edman. Parinita, thank you so much for having me. Thank uh, you for having here, me. Right? And uh, before we close, any last words for the, uh, for the audience, for the guests?
I think life is getting a little more serious every single day. Just find time to play. Whatever that is for you. That's it. Find time to play. All right. <laughs> I think I, I'm going to use that as maybe the title to this episode. Or Done. <laughs> find time to play. Okay. Um, so, I think uh, you've, you've probably listened to a lot of my episodes. Uh, you did your background check. Yeah, by the way, she did a background check. And she even told me like, hey, you know what? I like this. I like that. But I don't <laughs> like this about your episode. And I'm like, oh, okay. Huh? Like, that's good. I mean, I guess giving me that kind of feedback. So, would you like to do the outro to this episode? It's all yours. Thank you so much for watching you guys and please follow Nedin George. He has lovely poetry and he has an amazing podcast coming up with people like me. <laughs> so keep watching. Alright. Well, thank you so much. I think that was... Keep well. listening. <laughs> keep writing. Keep doing whatever it is that you yeah. want. Uh, keep playing. So, yes, um, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We will be back again next week with another guest, another poet, uh, and a lot more stories. So, until then, take care. And uh, like Parinita said, keep playing. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>